genius lives, and that's kind of what I do to it when I go crazy mode. And I'm going psycho on my wiener. I'm doing bad things to it. <laughs> do you enjoy being psycho on your peener? I do bad things, and I go psycho wiener mode, and I go <laughs> delicious on it. Okay. All right. Well, I think I think we could just start the show. Um, <laughs> with that being said. With that mic check. Yeah. Yeah. That We could just... <laughs> Which is the, the Dallas show tomorrow? Just be like uh, Psycho Wiener Mando, and I'm going and I'm going down on it, and I'm going hard down on it, and it's good. A lot of people don't know about Psycho Wiener mode, but I think it's worth discussing the various techniques that go into being a sort of a Psycho Wiener mode type guy. When You're, you go Psycho Wiener mode, it's a lot like when you take the Limitless pill. Yeah, because you get to uh, have sex with an aging girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That was the first thing he did in the movie. He was like, I took this pill and I just fucked a girl who was going to college. Yeah, I remember. Th- I'm like, you could just take Adderall and do that. I think that there was like a the scene where he like, yeah, there he's at his apartment and he notices that she has a law school book in her purse. I'm like, I feel like guys do that. Like some guys, they they do that without the limitless pill. It's just like. He's just like a rhino pill. It's like, oh, there's a. There's, Turns you into a rapist within like thirty seconds. <laughs> well, like I'm talking about, like you know, I knew guys in like in college that would like whatever a girl that they wanted to fuck was into, they'd be like, "Yeah, man, I, I'm recently beginning into like like a, like like hot yoga." And it's like a guy who like two weeks before was like, "I'm really into like lacrosse." <laughs> I'm like, "So is there like what what why hot yoga? Why Bikram yoga? Whatever." And it's like, um, well, you know, it's just really good for you. Also, there's a like a really hot Asian girl <laughs> that goes to UT. So, like, the idea of Bradley Cooper just, like, noticing things, a girl, it's just like being a sociopath. Like, whatever you're into, I guess I'll, like, talk about that, and then, then I'll realize that you like that, and then we can, you know, yeah, I can uh, bag me an Asian wife. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been getting really into my brother dying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really sad, like, yeah. Facebook post, like, oh, you know, we, we lost... We lost Eric, and then you're like replying, like, you know, like honestly, like when my my bro- if I had a brother, like I don't have one, but if he died, I would be so sad. So I'm honestly, like, I feel like we all lost Eric. <laughs> he, I was so close to him, man. We me and him got so close. We used to sexually experiment with each other. <laughs> and the mother's like talking to the front part of the microphone. This, yeah, I gotta look like I'm about to go down on it. Just hold it like this, man. Yeah, Eric. You have to, I have to suck it like a wee-wee? No, you don't have to suck it. Are you saying I have to put the whole thing in my mouth and go crazy psycho delicious mode on it? <laughs> Gross. I don't want to do that. It's, it's like, hey, I had a I lo- told you to buy penis-shaped mics for a reason so I wouldn't... So I could talk into the side of it. Hey, babe, I had a long day at work. Could you just go, like, psycho demon mode on it? Like, could, could you just you go, go, like... be Azel bub mode on my <laughs> fucking shit? <laughs> Did you guys uh, have the funny names for the devil in church, or was it just always the devil? We got devil, Lucifer. Every now and then, I knew the sermon was going to be good. We got Beelzebub. Beelzebub is not the devil. He's one of the different demons. Right, I understand, but like the the princes of hell. Yeah, Asphodel or whatever. Yeah, Asheragoth or fucking Belial. Asheripoth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asheroth. (laughs) Yeah, Asher Roth, the, the yeah, uh, man, I love college in hell. That is, yeah, in hell, hell college. Uh, but enough about Oklahoma State. Enough about Oklahoma. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> the uh, it was gay swear. I can start a new laugh. The when I would be on the bus heading like either to work or like to downtown during the like the Oklahoma UT games, uh, there was there was always like people would try to chant like start the OU sucks chant or whatever, and there was one time this kid like drunk like you know had to fucking like polo the UT polo on probably like 2021 he was like the it, the way it would start is someone would go oh you and the whole bus would go sucks or whatever and it was like I don't know like 4 or 5 p.m. I guess he was heading to a tail I don't know what the fuck he was doing but he was already drunk and he's in the back of the bus and he goes oh you and there's a brief pause and this guy that was up front sitting next to me he's like 40 50 year old guy just you know looked like he was heading to it. he had like a button up on he goes shut the fuck up <laughs> like i i looked at the kid and he like didn't even i, I was like oh fuck we're going to see a bus fight which is some of the fist fights on a on a moving vehicle that are going like 40 50 miles an hour you got to love them the kid just kind of slumped back into his seat like <laughs> just fuck it. what the fuck dude <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I have to shut the fuck up? No, dude. You, that guy should shut the fuck up. I'm not even saying anything. The, I, there was one time, I don't know, I've seen it a couple times, like taking the bus, two guys get into a fight on the bus, and the bus driver, I don't know what their policies are from the city, but every time, and it's not like a ton that I've seen bus fights, maybe two or three, the guy's just like... There's two dudes, like, we're on, like, the feeder road, right? So, we go, like, 40, 50 miles an hour. These guys are wailing on each other. The bus driver's just, just straight killing. And I'm like, there should be, like, a self-defense class for, like, like you train, like, you know, he's, like, Muay Thai, boxing, jiu-jitsu. Like, you train to fist fight on a, on a moving bus just to get good at it. Like, just to. But they just throw the emergency brake on. <laughs> fucking, they fly through the windshield. That'd be so sick. Yeah, I was I was like, dude, these guys are fucking getting after it, man. I wanna now obviously uh one guy had a I saw a dude get domed with a guitar one time and that it was like like uh like cowboy western sound, like kang. <laughs> it was like it was fucking awesome. I was like, Man, I I'm just Is it an acoustic one? Yeah, it was an acoustic one. No, not a, that would kill you. <laughs> yeah, I was just fucking... thinking of like a telecast and just like <laughs> Just turning a guy's head into a fucking accordion. <laughs> no, it was like a shitty, like a homeless guy acoustic guitar. Like had like three strings and like all of them just gone. <laughs> They're all, all fucked up. I, uh, yeah, I would love, or I did, I love to see that. And I honestly, because I haven't been taking the bus as much in my older years that I've missed out on opportunities to see stuff like that. But one of these days, maybe, maybe we can get involved in bus fighting. I'd love to be a bus driver. I think that would be good. I wonder how they much they... You, they let you smoke cigarettes in there. In the bus? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> On my bus. <laughs> so would you have like a soul plane type bus? Like you just play like old like Atlanta hip hop and like wear a pimp suit? I'd play really like in the mood music. Like R&B. It's like 7 a.m. And, you know, you get on the bus, you're going to get on this job you fucking hate. Yeah. You got to go there. What better way to brighten up your day than Pony by Genuine? <laughs> and you just, you, the doors open, you step up, 
And I'm just jacking my shit straight up in front of you. You get, just, you get on the bus and Thomas has a fucking, like a full, like, seer suit on. I got a hole cut out in my overalls. Yeah. I got my wing <laughs> Ashless chaps and yeah. a fucking feather boa and fucking, like, usher. You got it, you got it bad. <laughs> just smoking a black and mild with a do-rag on. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. You're just like, fuck, I got to head to the job site, dude. I'm fucking hungover, you know. UFC fight was last night. <laughs> Get on the buzz. I've been feeling that. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> just the two of us. We can. Thomas, you're just like gyrating in the driver's seat. <laughs> Man, that would be so silly to have a horny bus. Yeah, you could probably have sex on there if you wanted to. What if there. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Hmm. hmm, you know, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Some, every time, hmm. hmm. Anyway, uh, thanks to the uh, Austin guys came out. That was fun. Yeah, that was a cool show. Uh, I'm sleepy as hell. Yeah, I'm tired as fuck, dude. They, uh, I, I, like, it was like midnight and I decided to eat a torta. <laughs> I was just like, all right, well. I guess this is over. I guess I'm not partying or doing anything. Uh, but, yeah, it was a sick show. Um, I, <laughs> I was like, I was telling you, I was like, I was like, I just, like, checked the Patreon. I was like, we lost a sub. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, after the show, I was like, I like the idea. So I was like, man, I can't wait to see these guys live. I've been listening for a couple months. They just literally, like, five minutes. Oh, no, I can't handle this. <laughs> just unsubscribe and block. <laughs> um. But, you know, it's not about the money here at Pendejo Time. Really what it's about is me and Thomas. Uh, about forging friendships. Is yeah. It last for it's about trying to, like, make. Five to ten years. Yeah, make small. <laughs> yeah, just depending on how long the money's there, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, make small talk with people. Uh, it's so funny when the, <laughs> the, the bartender's, like, uh, or, or, sorry, Matt was, like, uh, you guys want to take some shots? And you're, like, ah, oh, no, no, no. And the bartender just pours five shots of Jameson anyway, and he's like, "You gonna take that?" You're like, "Man, I don't." <laughs> Did you not hear him the first time? They were like, "He was just like pointed at you and then pointed at the shot," and you're like, "I, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm all good, man." He was like, he looked at me like I'd slapped his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, am I the first person you met who can't drink? Like, yeah, is, I'm not trying to like spit in your face. This is a a shot that's worth eleven cents. Yeah. It's it's like I, I you you should have you didn't get out like a twenty year bottle of scotch yeah it was Jameson <laughs> maybe you should just honestly like any time that happens you know like any of the next live shows that are coming up just explain the whole thing you're like look if I take that shot there's not a big chance but there's about a two percent chance that I go to jail <laughs> it's like it's not a big you know it's not an overwhelming number but you know two to five yeah it's like this the speakeasy thing it's like I'm not gonna go to a in a, a legal bar to drink Diet Coke. Yeah, th- dude, that was so funny because I thought, so, like, Austin has a lot of, like, quote-unquote, like, speak, they're gimmicky bars where it's, like, the one that I go to, that I've been to with my friends, it looks like a computer repair shop, and then you put a code in the door, and it's a fucking bar. And uh, it's gimmicky, it's cool, but all the drinks are, like, $18. It's fucking, you go in there, and you're like, ha-ha, all right, the novelty wears off pretty fucking quick, and you go to a dive bar down the road. Anyway, I thought that's what that cocksucker was talking about for us. I don't mean cocksucker in a pejorative, by the way. That guy seemed nice. Yeah, whatever. But anyway. But that gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, that gay guy. Yeah, no. 
Um, but he was like, uh, yeah, no, it's a legit speakeasy. And then the way he described it to me, he was like, yeah, a bunch of like local Austin. It was co- like, it was like the fucking, like the dice tournament from the Dave Chappelle show. Literally. Yeah. He was a like a bar, a bunch of uh, Austin comics run it. It's like super illegal. It's like in a warehouse somewhere. They got dice games. It's all cash, you know. When there's a bunch of Austin comics doing something super illegal, I'm usually not interested in leaning too much in. It's like, well, the idea that, like, like a bunch of comics got together and were like, I think this guy was probably just talking about some dude's apartment. (laughs) That's what he's like, dude, it's a legit speakeasy. It's like, am I just going to go to some, like, am I going to go drink at a guy's house? Like, this is what it sounds like. But, no, it's underground. <laughs> it's guarded by the earth people. <laughs> it's got a gate. Like it's just it's like it's gated. You know, you have to have it's a code. It's El Chapo's house. <laughs> Pretty much the most legal place on earth. Yeah, we might see some some freaking KGB spies there. You know, I didn't put two and two together, but you, now that you mention it, it's like you definitely. I I was just tired and I had just eaten. It's like you definitely like in your you have. One big reason to not attend anything like that. It's like, well, there's no liquor license. Uh, I can't drink legally anyway. Uh, but yeah, I would love to come to your illegal speakeasy ran by a bunch of. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to get shot by Al Capone <laughs> because I'm too much of a pussy to say no to hanging out. And I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> to, no, uh, I, I, do, I mean, I do appreciate invites. No, for sure. That, 100%. I want to make it clear. I don't want people to stop hanging out with me just because I don't drink. Because uh, well, we do. We do have. We do. We are planning the Thomas's off probation tour. That will be fun. Yeah. We. Well, it'll be fun for me. It's not gonna be fun for any of you guys. And Jake's <laughs> gonna lose a lot of money off. Because of <laughs> I'm not a very good person. Like at my core, like a lot of people think. Oh, Thomas, he's a nice guy. Now, like. You get a few. You get a few Bud Lights to me. Uh, I'm. I'm a real piece of I'm shit. I'm a fucking asshole, man. I mean, I will tear. I'll tear apart friendships that have been there for years. I'll rip up the bedrock. Yeah, know, it's right? very funny if you get off probation. We do a show in New York, and then we just never talk to each other. Yeah. Again. I go back and listen to the episode, and I'm like, I'm like, we got a bunch. Of fuck. You're just like looking directly at me You're like man I've never liked you this whole time man, I think you fucking suck <laughs> I don't I think will, you're funny I, will straight up murder you I don't even really when, it, when you come to my house I think about burning it down Like that's, that's You smell like shit dude. You smell like shit You dress like shit You sound like shit You look like shit <laughs> The fun. second thing being You dress like shit <laughs> When yesterday you, you actually took me to lunch And I was wearing hiking boots And, and one shirt, shorts uh, Dude when, when you When you were walking out of my apartment I told her I was like He looks like Like the paparazzi photos Of Adam Sandler Where he's wearing like Mountaineering boots But then like blown out And one basketball <laughs> shorts <laughs> Yeah I was so tired uh, It was honestly a sick fit uh, I almost wore that to the show, but I was like, I brought this like collared shirt. I guess I'll wear that. Dude, Matt Matt, Matt Chrisman's drip is unparalleled. He's just <laughs> Dude, like I love that man. That he's just tall white socks, Hawaiian shirt. Like he was in pure uncle mode. Yeah, just the uncle that's like, hey, you ever had a Seagrams? Like, <laughs> just very like, I give you a cigarette too. Hey man, you know life. Just sitting you down at like sixteen, you're like, you know, life fucking shits on you the whole time. I mean, it happened to me, and it'll happen. What do you like to play? <laughs> you like to play baseball? I played baseball. Yeah, I played baseball about 10 years. Made it to minors, but now, you know, it's just a lot of pain pills. Tell you about a little thing called Settlers of Catan. <laughs> <laughs> you ever play Risk? 
You ever lose a thousand dollars? Do you have a risk uncle? No, I have, I have a, a risk uncle. I have a KKK un- adjacent uncle. Okay, well that's not really the same thing that I was talking about. <laughs> I would like to apologize to my uncle if he's listening to this because I didn't. You know, you're not a KKK uncle. You're a good uncle. Uh, no. She's a good uncle. Loves, loves Obama. Nephews. <laughs> loves Jesus and being an uncle. He's a good uncle. Loves baseball. Wait, that's kind of with the theme of the song. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> loves your mom's sister. Because he's your uncle. Because <laughs> he's your uncle. So that would make sense. So that would make sense. <laughs> I got three, three uncles. <laughs> uh, I only have one uncle. Uh, one uncle Jake. <laughs> yeah. I, well, my other uncle was like, so my, my dad's sister's adopted. And so he's not like. They're not, I don't have any, yeah, like, so that really probably doesn't mean anything. You know? No, 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 well, like, like, it doesn't mean, well, he was also just like, no, 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 I, I, I see what you're saying, but it's worth repeating that, like, both my uncles are just, like, in their own ways, like, my, my dad's, my, my aunt's husband or whatever, like, her ex-husband, he was the kind of uncle that would give you a noogie, but it would be the kind that, like, gave you a concussion. <laughs> like, the yeah. kind's like, hey, buddy, I mean, you know, you're you're shaping up being, you know, getting big and strong playing football. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll grab you by the head and just, like, would just dig his top of his knuckle into my head. And I'd be like, do I? Can I kill you? <laughs> like, not in, like, a creepy way, but he just, you know, was just, like, a yeah. good old boy. But I was like, what are you, you going to give me a swirly next? <laughs> like a fucking like a wet willy? What the fuck is going on here? While you are asleep, I took all your teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle's revenge. Uh, Uncle, hey, I heard you had a hard time walking while you were asleep. I smashed your tibia bone with a hammer. <laughs> I, I injected your Capri Sun with something else. I call it nephew's bane. I call it nephew's poison. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly Toradol and fucking chloroform, but, you know, I hope you're having a good one. I crushed one. up a lore tab and put it in your smoothie. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy you're for nephew. You're to it now. <laughs> you're only 12. Your life's over, pretty much. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. By I the, hate nephews. Nah, hey, by the way, I am a racist also. <laughs> That's worth noting that I... I I told... I, I remember when I turned 18, I told God I ain't cut out to be no fucking uncle. Please yeah. don't make me one. <laughs> you know, I ain't cut out I'm, to be I'm, an I'm uncle. A, I'm a single uncle, and... <laughs> <laughs> you think it's easy? You know, giving out Christmas presents every year, every other year. As a single uncle, you, on a date, like on a dating in your Tinder bio, be like, "I am a single uncle." <laughs> I, I just want to put that yeah. out there, you know, I my baggage. A, <laughs> I'm a divorced nephew. No, I'm, I'm a divorced two. nephew of two. I'm an uh, uncle of two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I don't. I don't know what kind of. Because I think my brother's gonna have kids for sure, and I, it will be an accident. Uh, he. I don't. He doesn't. I know he doesn't want kids because he works at a Panda Express and drinks big beers. Shout out to Jaden, uh, but I do think, um, uh, you know, if he does have kids, it'll probably be like a like a oopsie daisy. Uh, and yeah, I yeah from letting that cream slide around. It, shut the fuck up, man! It's my brother. It's my little yeah, baby from brother. Getting that little winky in too much. <laughs> you know he's getting serious poon action, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I would like to think that I would be like 
letting it fly like mosquito spray, you know, just sticking. Yeah. I don't like you too much. <laughs> I don't care for you all that much, man. I'm keeping a buck with you. think he's it. letting his wiener slide around a lot? <laughs> just go in there. <laughs> Going to have the talk with your little brother and be like, hey, man, you know, you're about that age where you're starting to let your tube get a little hogged on. And uh, <laughs> you're at the age where, you, where you're starting to let it let it goop up. You, you, you know, you're 12 years old. <laughs> I know I'm your brother, so I have to give you this talk before mom or dad can. You're going to get your shit gripped on. <laughs> wetly. Um, you're going to really get tugged on from the inside. And what you need to do is... You know, sometimes you you make more deposits than withdrawals with this kind mm, of thing. You know? Yeah. And when you make more deposits than withdrawals, sometimes you need deposit in the draws. You know. Yeah, exactly. And I just I just figured I'd come to you. I know you're in the middle of English class right now. <laughs> I know I had to fucking you know like armbar your teacher to get to you. The 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 school courtesy officer does have a Glock drawn on me now, and I have to make this quick, but. You're you're you are twelve. I need you're... to teach you how to eat pussy good. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> because I didn't. I don't have... want no brother of mine going around eating sloppy pussy. <laughs> I see you sometimes at the house eating pussy, you know, badly. Because you leave those you leave the um, underneath your door wide open sometimes. I know you keep it locked, but you really need to close that gap. Yeah, there. you need to you need to seal it up with something. Yeah. And I see you. And sometimes you don't even have to change the sheets after you. Right, yeah. So, anyway, before I get shot by this policeman, I want to tell you that as your older brother, I'm disappointed in your gooping techniques. (laughs) I'm disappointed in your gooping techniques, uh, your slooping techniques, your slurping, um, and your glurping. And you need to upgrade all of these before I You're going to want some fucking gutters installed on the inner thighs of your baby mama. (laughs) By the end of the year, because I'm going to show you how to eat it up like a fucking pedophore. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the. All right, listen. Jake, I was that was a <laughs> progress check because Jake didn't know what a pedophore was like three months ago, and he still hasn't Googled it. I don't. It's a tiny cake okay. for brunch. Dude, that, it's that, a brunch dessert. That doesn't. That seems like a no. That sounds like a like a really talented pedophile. No, it's it's pet, like, it sounds it's like, like an the upgrade. French word for petite, and then. Oh, like Petit Four? Like, yeah. But you don't pronounce the Please second. don't Google Petit Four in my house off my Wi-Fi. Petit Four. <laughs> <laughs> Our cell phones are, are fucking... See, yeah. look. It's a little square. Oh, okay. A little square cake. My mom got into making them for a while. This was years ago. She also got into cake pops for a while. Dude, Those weren't as good as pedophores, but they were pretty good. I'm going to keep it a buck. I like cake pops, man. I know it's too not... Too much icing. Uh, you got to go light icing and then like a rich, like okay. moist... I think I think a big part of it is whenever she was getting her recipe down, I ended right. up eating so many cake pops in the process. You kind of desensitized yourself to the yeah, pop. Yeah, Got you. Yeah, that makes and now, sense. And you know, nowadays, that's too much sugar. It's too sweet. Yeah, you know, I like to, I treat myself to one Dr. Pepper like a month, and whenever, whenever I, uh, maybe, maybe, let's call it two or three. I I would like to redact the statement that it's too much sugar. It's just too sweet for me. Like, it's not the sugar itself. I don't care about my health, it's about the taste. Yeah. I do, I will say that having the Dr. Pepper, or even like any sort of, I don't like birthday cake and shit, um. But I, anytime I have any sort of like thing that's like that sweet, I do feel like my lungs are filling up with. Remember that vapor. 
Yeah, my lungs are filling up with fluid, which fucks me up because I used to eat a lot of sugar as a kid, which probably explains why I am, you know, the way that I yeah. am now. Well, I used to eat a lot of sugar, but now I wake up, I'll have a protein bar or a breakfast burrito, I'll go to work, and I'll have, you know, energy drink, an Adderall, a, a Rice Krispie treat, a... Uh, honey bun. No, not a honey bun, but I'll get Pop-Tarts. Okay. And then... If there's if we're at a racetrack, I'll get a soft pretzel. God, I love dude. Sometimes I, two. Um and then, you know, maybe I'll make some oatmeal earlier in the morning. And that stuff sort of combined is my breakfast over a two or three hour period. Um That's not a bad breakfast. I don't eat breakfast, so I mean I you know, you go I'm a big breakfast guy, but part of it's just habit because I have to take my adder on the morning and I have to eat when I do it. What happens if you don't? Do you explode like a gremlin? No, I uh so you start tweaking. It's like drinking on an empty stomach, kind uh, of, yeah. and that like it it amplifies it to yeah. a degree that I don't like. like. I, d- I don't need it to be amplified, you know. And yeah. It, uh, it also takes longer to wear off. Mm. So by the like, let's say I take it like eight in the morning on an empty stomach, I'm gonna feel like weird and like just nervous all day, and then I won't be able to sleep that night. Swag, swag. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you should stop taking drugs. Um. And uh, and you should stop, you know, living that sort of hard parting lifestyle that you're so accustomed to, because you're not getting any younger. Um, and you're telling me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> For this life, I cannot change. Look like Benny Wayne. For puppet, puppet, little off a mama crank. Mama who? I I can't remember the song. It's a Travis Scott song. Uh, I don't know. I don't listen to. I don't know any Travis Scott songs. What's that one song that he had that was big? There's like two of them. Don't you open up that the window. window? Don't you let, let my little penny show? <laughs> <laughs> Sucking dick is all we know. Why? Why would you? Eating clits is all we know. <laughs> Eating. <laughs> Stop. That's uh, dude. I, honestly, man. We should pitch that to try. Isn't he from Houston or is that who am I thinking of? He's from, he's from the he's from like Katy. Yeah, that dude. That's awesome. Or I, I thought he was from. I don't know. It is. It, it's it, no. Yeah, he is. I think I thought he was from a leaf. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. You can treat me like a bimbo. You can pull all my hair too. You can. <laughs> you, you you can feed me lots of pills that make me sleepy. You can bury me in the backyard. <laughs> He's like pitching it to like rock records or whatever. They're like, I don't know about this song, man. I He's he's like, I fig- I'll, I'll figure we can do this like we do. Uh, I, I imagine Travis Scott is having like severe brain damage. <laughs> like because at this point, like every time I see him on stage, he's just like. Yeah. He always he looks like he just woke up all the time. I don't I don't even necessarily I think he's just reached a point in his life where he does not have to think. Yeah. Anymore. It's all just like he like wakes a, up and there's it's like auto generated yeah. for him. It's like, hey Travis, you're in the uh, McDonald's commercial today, and you've got a sprite photo shoot tomorrow. He's like, okay. Yeah. Can I go back to playing uh, Starcraft? Do plays? You- and they're like, yes. Here's some Skittles. Do you think, because I know Megan Thee Stallion, I think she has a, she has like her own sauce or something for like, uh, 
I forget which fast food joint it is. Popeyes. Oh yeah. Okay. It's sad. I knew that. Right you yeah. You pulled a trigger on that. Uh, the the Wendy's I like to go to is right next to Popeyes. Oh uh, okay. That makes sense. The uh, to order a meal to to go to a fast food restaurant and be like confidently, not, like not meekly, not like a pussy. Be like, yeah, I need that Travis Scott meal, and I need some of the, uh, I need some of that Megan Thee Stallion. I want them, yeah, I want them to start revamping like old rappers, but like make the sauces so good you have to order them. Like, yeah, I need the Beanie Siegel uh, <laughs> Ranch. It's like kind of spicy, and they're like, yeah, we we're out of the Beanie Siegel. We got the Freeway Ranch though. <laughs> it's like no, the Freeway the Freeway sauce is a chili lemon. It's like it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really need that. Uh, can you proof. give me Eminem's <laughs> friend who got shot? Uh, I need the proof sauce. Can you give me the Necro milkshake, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a goopy red it's, color. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> vanilla, but it just looks like blood. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a good metaphor for who Necro most likely it, is. It, yeah, He's yeah, just like a. Like a friend's dad who likes to tell scary stories. It, dude, him and, like, obviously he was more, I guess, a horror core associated than Immortal Technique. But there was, like, a type of kid that went to my high school that, like, lived in the trailer park that I, like, that I lived in and then moved out of. But, like, he would be listening to it over, like, skull candy headphones that were blown out. So you could hear it at the lunch table and it would be like, and I take her to the house. And I put in... <laughs> And I and I tie and then and then she's dead. Ooh, spooky! And there's bats in my house and worms and fucking little ghosts. And there's shit. a big spider. And he <laughs> says, "I fuck you." Yeah, yeah. And there would be like one of the kids when I, when I took bodybuilding, um, which was a class offered at in my high school. Um, like the 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 the, the like the conditioning coach that ran that class was also the one for the football team. He'd be like, "Y'all can uh, y'all can choose the music that y'all lift to." Like. You know, he literally it was a class that he would just teach so he could go sit in his office and and sleep off whatever hangover he had. And uh, sometimes that kid would get the ox and he would play that shit necro and like immortal technique and fucking insane clown posse at like 150 decibels. And I guess if you listen to it and you're a fan of it, like it's super easy. Like, you know, that kid would fucking, you know, <sighs> you know, but if you're just like, like, if you don't listen to it, you're trying to like squat and it's like. Have you ever been to a haunted mansion where the ghosts fuck you and yeah. they make you a spooky ghost too? My, my old crew leader used to listen to Necro like in the truck and stuff. Like it would be like six thirty in the morning, we'd all head out, you know, still waking yeah. up, and it would be like off his phone speaker. Like I hit him and rid him and spit him, and then I get him, and it's a hatchet, and I get him, and I get it. It's an accident, and I'm like, dude, it's like, bro, are you? Are you? And he was very like happy, you know, like yeah. guy. He was just like, man, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that I'm talking about was not a, not a happy-go-lucky guy. I think, it, you know, when I was in high school, the school shootings had kind of tapered down a bit, but I think if he he probably would have had a good run if we would have went to school, like, you know, 2015, 2016. They, uh, I remember when I was, like, a junior or sophomore in high school, I think James Comey, like, just fell asleep at his desk and, like, his forehead was just leaning on the mass shootings button because there would be, like, three a day. Yeah. It, and it would be like, uh... All right, can somebody wake this guy up? Because this was not one of the scheduled ones. I have a feeling. It'd be like, yeah, there were like two on the same day at the same school. They're, and they just came back and they shot the same people that had been killed before. There yeah. were no new casualties. The, the, like, so the, the paramedics you know, revived them. I'm and like, got, are these fucking FBI operatives really even like trained? Or are they just getting like mall cops? Yeah. I, I forget if it was Parklanders. or I think it was Parkland, but like the... 
you know, the all the right wing guys were like, we need more armed police. And yeah, the, there'd be like like forty five year old veterans standing with AKs outside the schools. The, the the news had reported that like all the sheriff's deputies were like hiding behind their cars, like and then just like gripping their shotguns. Like, how do we like? They weren't doing anything. Yeah, like, I, I do remember there was like. <laughs> Uh, there was like one cop at this like elementary school that got shot up or something. Yeah, and it was like the security footage. Like he saw it and then just like got in his car and just drove off. He's <laughs> like, "Fuck!" It I was can't. like, it was like, "Damn, dude." Yeah, I don't because I I honestly feel like like we had a cop at our school growing up, but he was I I can't really talk shit about the man because he like now granted he was like he did not. I don't think he was, like, one of the cops who was, like, all in his head is, like, a hero, really. Right. He was just kind of, like, a small-town cop. He wasn't old, but he was, like, I do not want to do any paperwork. <laughs> he would do that man. I don't know if he's pulled over anyone in the last 15 years. That's I'm, I'm awesome. I'm serious. Because I don't think he has a quota. He's a school cop. Yeah. I mean, he, he's still, like, a deputy or whatever. But I remember one time, so our high school uh, was, like, Basically, to turn onto the road for it, it was just like a really sharp right angle. Mm -hmm. um, a really sharp right angle. Like, there's different types of right angles. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, I was running pretty, I was running late, uh, and I had like 15 tardies already, and we yeah. were like 17 days into school, so it was not looking good for me. Anyway, I fucking, I hit this turn going like, 55 yeah. and I, I fucking drifted I, dri I Tokyo drift and damn near take out a mailbox and I just calmly drive into the school parking lot and he's just standing out by the door and he's like uh, hey Thomas uh, you know if you get in a wreck then uh, well you're just getting up a little bit later to school you know yeah so, you know don't do that he was like you know I don't, I don't, I don't want to be like, yeah, there's some cops who are just so good. Like, they're yeah. so good. Like, I want to suck their cocks. But, like, he was just he was lazy. <laughs> but uh, his name was BJ, and we used to call him Officer Blowjob behind his back. But That's awesome. Other than that, you know, he's a good guy. Don't, hey, if you're listening to this and you went to the same school as me, don't, like, show him this because I'm, you know. The, but, the, like, there's cops who work for, like, they're stationed at, like, uh, schools and stuff because, like, they, you know, they did their patrol for a while or whatever, right. and they want an easy job. These aren't, I'm not saying they're all going to run away, but these aren't, like, fucking, like, army rangers, you know? No. These aren't people who run towards I'm not chaos. saying they won't die in action. I'm saying they're not, like, if the fucking ISIS drops down in front of an elementary school, this guy is going to get killed, Yeah, you know? There's that, like, that was a some survey of, like, officer-involved shootings, and it's, like, they miss, like, seven... Like, like your average person, like, in a shootout misses, you know, like, 80% of the time or whatever, but a cop is, like, 72%. So it's, like, I'm... Th this is a roundabout number. I don't remember, but it was funny to imagine, like, these guys have to shoot often to, like, get their, you know, to become cops, and, like, they're missing almost, like, 80% of the time. Like, what are they firing at? Yeah, <laughs> and I think, like, a big... At bigger schools, it seems like cops are... Largely around, like, to break up fights and stuff. Yeah, like, well, I, I went you know? to, I went to, I think it was 4, I think we were 4A, uh, but the cop, so when I was in junior high, it was the same cop, so that guy worked at the junior high, and then moved up in his life and worked at the high school that I went to, so the, the, the main cop there, uh, 
so when I was in junior high, this was before I'm old. So this was before smartphones. People had razors. And so this was before like, oh, get this on camera. Dude, this guy, his favorite move was just the body slam. Like he would <laughs> he would deal these fuckers out. Like uh this guy that I like smoked weed with and like was just like a guy that hung out and like always had like dog shit weed, but a lot of it. Um I watched this dude get into like a shoving match with the with the like the, the courtesy officer of the school or whatever. And uh the kid pulls out like the type of pocket knife that you would buy at like like O'Reilly's, like the ones that sit up front, like they're not, they're like this big. Yeah, you know? they're meant for like cutting a piece of twine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not in any way. I mean, and obviously, if you pull a knife out on a cop, it doesn't matter if you're 13 years old, like you're going for a ride or whatever. And this, I was in like eighth grade. I think I was like, yeah, like 13 or, yeah. And uh, the the cop like, ch- like rushes him, gets a hold of his arms, has got the knife. And this is on like, like, uh, like we had like, um, it wasn't carpet. It was just like like hard tile that was like in the hallway. Picks the kid up, drops him on his head, and the kid just <clears throat> and the cop just like stands up and is like, "I told like stands up and is like I told you like, look the kid did have a knife, but he got up like a UFC fighter that just won <laughs> like the lightweight chain. He was like, I told you I would do it, <laughs> and I was like, the kid's maybe a buck twenty. Like he was not a big like a big eighth grade. You know some eighth graders you know they hit fucking puberty at like thirteen yeah. and starts you know. Uh, like when I was when some of the kids that played like varsity football on at my junior high when I was like in eighth grade I was like they were like the defensive linemen it's like they their parents just fed them fucking cheeseburgers their whole life no this was just a normal fucking like skater kid and uh, the the cop that worked at our he was a pretty big dude and it just like I remember watching it was like oh my god did I just see this kid die one two I understand like you know you win a fight and you feel good about it. Because, you know, I've lost plenty of fights, and I've won a couple. I guess one is, you know, whatever that means. But you're about, you're 5'10", probably about 250. <laughs> you just, you picked up, a, you technically essentially squatted 120 pounds and then dropped it on the ground. And that was a child. Yeah, it's like <laughs> being really impressed when, like, a bowling ball knocks over a bowling pin. Yeah. It's like, that's what you are... Your, you are, your job is to do this, and this is what you were built for. So right. it's like... The the kid you weren't it, fighting fucking fourteen year old Kimbo Slice here. You know? Yeah, well there was so. The Can ju- you imagine Kimbo Slice in high school, dude? I would like to. Think- well, I can't imagine he went. To, I don't think he went to school that much <laughs> in, by high school. I'm not speaking ill on the man, in, how the man spoke or anything. I think he dropped out of school pretty early. Kimbo, but, in my mind, seems like one <laughs> like of the, he's at like a private Christian school. Or no, something. it's like he looks like one of those guys that looked like that even when he was like sixteen. Like balding, big beard, you know, like, you know, 6'1", 265. Like, he just looks like one of those dudes that, like, probably about 14, just was like. Imagine being Kimbo Slice's son. His son is a mixed martial artist. I believe it. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you get, you, you were, like, talking bad to your teacher at school. And <laughs> he shows up and doesn't punish you. He KOs the teacher. <laughs> like, he like, just tears down the school. <laughs> It's unclear what his motive was yeah. or what he was going for. <laughs> the um, so there was like a, I was I was involved in this a little bit, but there was like a slap box fight club. Basically, was that the one where all the kids would play like music off their phone speakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that one I was telling you about that that, that the slap box champion uh, kicked that door in, and that kid was jacking off the manga, and he was like, "This homie in here tugging on it." <laughs> but uh, like several times, like you know, you get like. 
the one of the head coaches and like the cop would like bust through the because we would use the athletics bathroom, which was like pretty big, to like beat just slap the fuck out of each other or whatever. And then like the fun was over when like you hear the door get kicked in. And it's like if y'all are in here fighting, you're all fucked or whatever. <laughs> like like, but like I would like to think that the cop and like the coaches that would break it up like. You know, you gotta put, you gotta turn the voice on. But on the way, you're walking in, you're like, "Man, I wonder if these kids are beating the fuck out of each other." Because, like, I would like to think if you're walking in a bunch, like, a bunch of kids beating the shit out of each other, you're like, "I remember, you know, I went to this school. We used to do the same shit." But you have to be like an adult in that moment. Yeah. You know, you got to be like, "All right, we can't be concussing each other before fifth period." I uh, I tried to start a fight club one time when I was like 18, I think. Uh. But I lived with my parents, and all my friends did too. And none of us yeah. had like parents who. This, I'm saying this like it was a downside that no, no parents wanted a fight club in their backyard. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, yeah, we could like do it for money. Yeah. You know, like we could have a pool, and then like, and I was like, I, I don't know if I'm good enough at fighting to where I would actually win ever. I think I would. This is just a way for me to consistently. Because if I have to host it. This is a way for me to consistently lose like four hundred dollars a week and get grounded probably <laughs> yeah forever. <laughs> With, you know? So what's funny that you mentioned that is is it because my parents like my dad was gone a lot either for work or you know my mom was wherever the fuck like I was the guy that hosted that and like in junior high and high school like I also like when I started boxing it was probably like fifteen or sixteen I had like a couple sets of gloves. And because I had, like, two months of boxing, like, training, and I did jujitsu for, like, three weeks at the time, um, I was, like, the, just the guy that, ho I was, when you're, like, when you're a kid and you have a friend that's, like, oh, you've been boxing for two months, you're basically, like, Jackie Chan, so you run the whole shit. <laughs> I had no, I was, yeah. like, refereeing, you know? And uh, we would we would come over to the house when my parents would be out of town, and we would fucking smoke shitty weed like off Dr Pepper cans and drink a bunch of like old Nickelode that my mom had in the garage that was just like hot <laughs> and flat, and you know, and we would beat the dog shit out of each other. And because, like I said, because I guess I had the most quote unquote fighting experience, that I was like I was refereeing like kids beating the dog shit out of each other. And I would be like, all right, round one, like, ding, ding. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a medical expert. I don't know how to referee anything, but I was just, like, the designated, you know. And uh, there were, like, several times that, like, somebody would get caught really good, like, rocked. And I would have a sobering moment where I'm like, man, you know, what I'm doing right now is, like, I'm not going to go to jail or anything, but I could get into, like, so much trouble. <laughs> like, like, I, like five kids are going to beat the piss out of each other till like, 2 in the morning. We would get shithouse drunk. And that's fun. Like, that's that's a fun time when you're a teenage kid. But there was moments where, like, a buddy of mine would just get his nose busted to fuck and just, like, okay, I quit. And I'm like, man, this isn't, like, a movie where the credits roll. Like, if somebody gets kicked in the head, <laughs> like, soccer kicked, and they just... <laughs> like... There are consequences <laughs> for this type of thing, yeah. you know? Like, it's not like Three Days Grace is going to play and the credits roll and we all, like, go get drunk. It's like, no, it's like EMTs, cops, you know. There was a sheriff to live across the street from me that one time, like, shut the whole thing down. But, uh... Did I ever tell you about my old grandmaster? Uh, you told me a couple stories about him. Not like the guy I trained directly under, but his, like, grandmaster, his master or whatever. Because it's like, uh... I'm actually seeing if this guy is still alive. Is it a Korean guy? Well, yeah, they're they're all Korean. Uh, 
Not they're all Korean. It's a Korean martial arts. So right. Most of the higher ups. Got yeah. Um. Oh, did this guy die? Oh no! This is a random guy named with the same name. This is a kid who got killed. Anyway. Okay. Um. So with with Kooky One or whatever, it's like you know, it's uh, what's his name? So this this man. Did you say Kooky One? No, Kooky One is the 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 system. Oh okay. So like uh, within Taekwondo, there's like different organizations per se. Okay. And Kooky One is like whenever like basically the Korean masters were like, okay, we're gonna bring Taekwondo to the United States. Okay. Uh, we need like a like kind of a more modern, but still like with traditional elements incorporated. Okay. Anyway, so I didn't meet this guy till I was like approaching my black belt or whatever. His name was, he was known as like Dragon <laughs> by most people. His name was is Grandmaster Dragon Kim. You can find videos of him on YouTube. And he's about five foot six. Uh, he's like, uh, he's at least 70, I think. Yeah. He is the most yoked Korean dude I've met in my life. Yeah. Five, six, probably 185. Okay, so he's a, he's a juiced, juiced up big dog. He's not juiced, I don't think. I think he's just he's been uh, training his body for that long. Yeah, like Master Master yeah. Roshi from Fucker. <clears throat> but he had like long hair. Yeah. All that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Basically, like with Taekwondo, you have like your master, which is the guy you train under. Uh, most guys who refer to themselves as like a grandmaster, just like just kind of hamming it up. Just, like, yeah, it's, it's like it, it. It means you have a high degree of black belt, but what it really means is that like <clears throat> people you have trained have started their own school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like the same like, way in jiu-jitsu, but they're not called masters. It takes a long masters. time to yeah. like be there. Anyway, yeah. so he was like a. Ninth degree black belt, yeah. which is the highest degree. Yeah, like he'd been doing it like sixty years. Anyway, but I remember uh, whenever he would like direct classes, he would he would do it in a way where it was clear he just liked people beating each other up. Like he just enjoyed watching it. Right. Like, uh, you know, you'd be sparring or whatever, you'd be running it, switching off, and then he'd be like, "All right, three on one." <laughs> And it would be like, wait, it's it's like a an understood thing in martial arts that like two people, you know, like two on one, maybe like maybe you win if they're both kind of unexperienced. Yeah, and if you get a good shot, but like, like the main goal is still getting away, run away. Yeah, three yeah. on one, it's like, hey, run. you're gonna lose. You're gonna badly. You the might move die. is to get away from them and maybe get. Like, get them a little bit away from you, yeah. and then, like, get the Sprint, fuck out of there. Yeah. But for my, my black belt test or whatever, uh, you know, you've got, like, a. it starts with, like, an hour of meditating. Like you do, like, kata and shit? <clears throat> no, like, complete silence. Okay. And you're on, <clears throat> you're basically sitting, like, with your legs folded, like, on the ground. Not crisscross applesauce, because that's too easy. Um, like lotus position, like fucking with your feet yeah. to feet or whatever. Yeah, like like with your knees up front yeah. and then your back perfectly straight, eyes mm -hmm. closed, hands on your knees. Anyway, it sucks dick, dude. I hated it. I just kept thinking about finding Nemo the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed to have like a clear conscience, clear mind, everything. And I was just like, 
And then Nemo goes missing, <laughs> and Marlin's got to find him. So then he goes, he meets the turtles, yeah. he meets Dory, and that was just sort of going on in my head the whole time. Yeah. But anyway, I, I remember for my black belt test, he was like, uh, all right, fight uh, fight these two black belts. And uh, I I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Sure, okay. Yeah, that was, I, that's what I've been training to do. Yeah. And uh, one of them I kind of didn't like. Uh, I don't think he listens to the pod. If he does, James, fuck you, dude. I never really liked <laughs> you that much. Um, but I just sort of like adrenaline kicked in, and uh, the other black belt I was fighting was a woman. And so it's very hard to be fighting two people very differently. Yeah. You know? Because, like, obviously this woman is a black belt in Taekwondo. She knows what she's doing, and yeah. she could kick my ass if I wasn't paying attention. Right. But I'm not going to be, like, throwing really hard kicks just because it would, you know, yeah. it would be kind of yeah. unsportsmanlike. Fucked up, yeah. So I'm, like, throwing, like, little, like, tiny little, like, quick taps on her. And then I'm just over-adjusting and just kicking this James guy in the fucking head as hard as I can. (laughs) Which you're not supposed to do. But, like, he wasn't that good at sparring because he kind of just got, like, one of those guys who just went to Taekwondo so So long long that that eventually they gave him a black Yeah, yeah. Not that he couldn't do anything, but, like, you know. And so I would, like, I would throw, like, little... And then I was just, boom, boom, head. Boom, like right in the fucking head, <laughs> just the head. like head just like snapping yeah. over. I'm like, God, all right, we gotta adjust more. Anyway, yeah. there, uh, the fucking, um, hey Dolly, hey Dolly Bug, when I was training at my old gym in San Marcos, uh, I would, I had a schedule that I could go to the 9 a.m. like competitor, like the pro class, and all these people that were in the class, they were fighters, and uh, Pony, the coach there, would like, you know. He'd be like, hey, are you coming tonight? Just because, like, some of them were younger and, uh, like, were either wrestlers learning how to bot, but they were people who fought amateur or, or pro or whatever. And uh, one of them was a girl who fought, you know, in, like, women's MMA. And uh, we would be sparring, like, like kickboxing sparring, Muay Thai sparring. And the coach would be able to tell that I'm holding back. Now, this girl, I think she fights at 125. And at the time, I was still losing weight. So I was probably like 210, 205, 210. And he would get mad as fuck because he would, like, I'd be pulling punches or, like, if I would, like, if we were doing mixed martial arts, like, I would go to shoot and, like, take her down. But I would pick her up, like, I was, and then I would, like, lay her down, like, without fucking. He's like, she, like, thick Brazilian accent, like, she's fighting. You don't, you, you go hard. You have to go hard. She has to. And I'm like, here's the thing, man. Yes, she's a fighter. But she's fighting women that are also 120. Like, she's not fighting heavyweight men. <laughs> like, she's not fighting, like, light heavyweight, like, 205-pound guys. But, like, I would... And I would look at her, and she's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, no, like, I'm not trying to be, like, a like a macho man here. I'm, I, I am not a professional guy, but I've been doing it a little longer. I don't compete, but also, even if I hadn't been doing it, I've got, like, almost 100 pounds on this person. And so, like, he would be... Yeah, like a regular guy slamming... A woman. woman, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, like it's a, still not good. Yeah, and so you're telling the cops, like, no, I don't even do martial arts. Uh, yeah, I, just, I, I just dumped her on her head on concrete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he would be, he would be like, he was like, no, like, she was, so, and his logic in his head was like, if you, if if she beats you, then she can beat a girl her own size. And I was like, that is a really, I guess, like you know, good way of thinking about it, kind of. 
but also like I'm not gonna hit this girl as hard as I can. Yeah. Like it's just not gonna happen. What that's also not taking into account is a girl her size who's competing is going to be so much faster than any two ten guy. Ever no, exactly. Be. Yeah. Like <laughs> I could be hitting the bag every day, dude. Six hours speed bag, doing drills, agility stuff. I'm never going to be as fast as like a one hundred pound girl who works at Waffle House. <laughs> Yeah, that's just not how my body is shaped. Or yeah, works. yeah. I'm not saying there are guys who are bigger who can't be that fast. I'm saying me, me? physically. No, yeah. I'm not even using using you as an example. Yeah, me personally, I'm yeah. slow as shit, and I know it. And I could be, I could be a hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> I'm slow as fuck. I, yeah. It's just I don't have the muscle twitch, twitch fibers mu- yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just it was funny to like. Like when you like standing across from this person and your coach is like, you know, don't hold back. You have to and like you increase your percentage in your power, like maybe five percent. And you're like, all right, there it is. And he's like, no, spar how you spar me. And I'm like, absolutely. Like, what do you think? Like, first of all, this person has a fight coming up, so I'm not going to like <laughs> second of all, there is a part Dear of her labor. Yeah. <laughs> Put her in a heel hook and rip her fucking ACL off. You know? Bite her carotid artery out. <laughs> this is how mixed martial arts works. And, uh, like, to this day, like, but I had the, there was a guy that trained there part-time who uh, who did go hard with the girls in class. And he was pretty good. But his he was like, yeah, you know, like, you really got to, you, you can't go easy on them. Because, you know, in the real world, like, if, if a guy really does, like, bum rush them, like, they got to know what that power feels like. And I'm like, man... I feel like the way that you said that, you smiled a little too much, <laughs> and it's less like... Prepa- Trust me, when you fight women, they usually don't know what to do. <laughs> Most women are really bad at fighting, yeah. especially when you pretend you're not going to fight them, and then you do. When you just act all calm, and then you just rush you in. You just and, fucking molly Yeah. <laughs> Just throw them across the fucking kitchen counter. Yeah. yeah. Most women, you'd be surprised how badly they handled that. <laughs> it was like, we would be talking and like, you know, like after sparring or whatever, we would go lift weights because there was like a, like a, like a, a lifting weight gym attached to like the main place where you hit bags and spar and shit. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, you really got to like, it, you know, it sounds, it sounds mean. I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm, you know, but, uh, and he would be like, but you got to, you know. Because, like, men out there, they're real bad. So you got to, like, prepare them. You know, you, you can't you can't pull punches. And he would kind of, like, this smile would form. With the, but it would be a little what he'd be like, can't pull those punches, man. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I understand what you're saying, 100%. I don't agree with it. But I also don't think you believe what you're saying. I think you just yeah. like to hit women For really me, it's like, hard. it's a part of my brain that I, even in a competitive sense, I don't think I'm interested in rewiring right you know 100%, it's like right yeah because there's guys who are not wired that way and i don't know if they are but they should be attempting to rewire right, yeah. that their whole lives yeah i'm not gonna be like no nah, dude like it's okay to like just punch the shit out of a woman in this context and kick her in her head and take yeah, a slam her on like, the ground I, I i i'm fine with like not being willing to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. The the fucking uh it's the same guys who are like, well, you know, if women want equal rights, like the first thing they go to is like I should be able to punch them as hard as I fucking can. And I remember there was like a we had debate like it was a debate class that we had in my high school that like this English teacher who like one of those well-meaning teachers that they like want kids to like really learn and read and really all kids in high school in America want to do is like drink a beer and like, you know, smoke a cigarette and, you know, 
you know, skip class or whatever the fuck. And uh, so we, and it was open. Like you could come after class and do these debate things. And uh, one time, one of the things I was in the debate club class, like proper. So I would go and like, you know, it was easy to just like fucking something to do after school if I like didn't have anything going on. And, and uh, one of these kids showed up like, and uh, it was like, all right, today's, you know, we're all going to be talking about like, you know, like women's equality and like, you know, how bad, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so I took like the pro side and this person took like, you know, why it's, you know, like why women should be like, I guess, like not equal to men or whatever. And this kid was so excited to have that position. Like I could tell. And one of like his first points he makes is it was like the very classic, like internet, like, well, you know, all of this talk about equal rights, you know, well, why can't, well, if a woman like, you know, pushes me or is mean to me, like, why can't I just knock her the fuck out or whatever? And like <laughs> the teacher's like, we're talking about pay increases. <laughs> like, we're not talking about like, <laughs> there was a, uh, I think it was a few months ago. So there was a transgender wrestler who, uh, uh, competed was like, in yeah was like I, did you see that like yeah. mid, was like mid transition and taking testosterone and was like hey please let me compete in the, the did, male division because like it would it would not be fair right to the girls and also you know obviously I'm a, I'm a man yeah 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 and the officials were like you can't do that you're gonna compete with the, with the girls because we think you're a girl yeah and then just destroyed yeah and in they, the women's division and then people were booing him. And it's like, what do you want then? Yeah. Do you want right? <laughs> you see, this is what you asked for. You have a human. This is a talented wrestler, because like you have a woman on. I mean, you have, you have like a woman's division, and then you have a human being that is transition that is on TRT, and so you have high school girls who are wrestling, and then you have a man on. <laughs> Like, yeah, what do you I think's underst- gonna? What I understand, like, especially if it's like a culture. I don't know where this took place. I, I don't remember. I but, think it might have been in Texas, which uh, is like makes sense. Obviously, there's gonna be hooting and hollering, either right? Way. Yeah. But like, what do you want to happen? It's like this. This person was trying to compete in the correct division, and you said they couldn't. Yeah. So it's like, of course they're gonna wash the entire fucking like, squad wipe the whole. Yeah. <laughs> That's like if if you make me fight in the 120 pound women's division boxing, I might do some damage here and there <laughs> that I didn't set out to do. Right. Um, it it is now saying that I also might get my ass whooped. Yeah, most likely. But you know what I'm saying, dude. Um, I I love. I think I've talked to you about this before, but I have gone to several like uh, like big. Big get-togethers where people I know, like close friends of mine, and then their friends, and then friends of friends to watch UFC fights. Some guy's house, you order a bunch of chicken wings, drink some beer, have a good time. There's always one guy who you kind of know that's there, and when the women start fighting, they're sitting down, and then unprompted, they're like, yeah, I mean, I could beat, like, all these women, like, to death. Like, it would be no problem for me. Or, like, not that bad, but they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I could beat all these women up. And it, it would be, like, a 15-second first Yeah, round. and I'm, and they're like, of course, their belly's heaving, like, they're red, they got meat sweats, and I'm, I remember one time, I was, like, kind of drunk, and I was like, you know, hey, man, uh, I'm not trying to start, like, an argument or whatever, but, like, the worst female fighter on the UFC roster would just fucking tune you up like a cheap guitar. And he was, like, got really defensive. He was like, fuck no, like, I, like, like, first of all, I've got, like, 100 pounds on every one of these women. And I'm like, okay, fair. 
uh, and I was like, what else you got? Like, what else is in your, like, debate chamber for this? And he was like, and, you know, like, these women, like, they don't even hit that hard. Like, you know, I would just take it on the chin and then take them down. And I'm like, if it doesn't matter how big a person is, if somebody can kick you in your head with shin to chin, you're going to go to sleep. Like, they don't, that, you're, you're, it's like somebody hitting you with a baseball bat in the head. Now, obviously, if a guy's 205 pounds, like, like John Jones or like a, like a male light heavyweight, it's going to do more damage. You might get your skull cracked. Yeah, no one's arguing that Francis Ngannou would, would do badly in the women's division. <laughs> That's not what's happening they here. Were, we're not saying yeah. that they should be pitted against each other. Yeah, we're for saying, the ultimate warrior. We're saying you, you work for H&R Block. <laughs> All right. You, have you are to. not even in the equation here. Yeah, yeah. Women train to fight guys like you. Yeah. Because they know guys they like stand you. a chance against guys, guys like, like you. Because you, you are a piece of shit. And when, okay, here's, I have a bone to pick with the term dad strength. Because, yeah. So guys would be like, nah, man, like, you know, I don't lift stuff like that. I don't really take care of my body. I mostly drink like Diet Pepsi. <laughs> And I, I, I eat also, curly fries. I also have not had a physical like labor job since I was 16 years old. I'm 35 now, but you know I got dad strength. It's yeah. like you actually don't. You don't. What dad strength refers to is guys who have just been like working on cars, just doing carpentry and stuff yeah. for like 20 years. Like workman strength. Yeah. Yeah. Like that builds long term muscle. Yeah. That doesn't really go away that much. You no. Know? And even those guys aren't looking to fight women. Well, <laughs> well some, some of them, them for yeah, sure some, are. That's actually what so, some so, of them are training Some for. of them love there's to guys, fight. There's guys who do masonry for 40 years just so they can throw a mean haymaker at their wife. Yeah, exactly. And we're not talking about those guys. But it, it, when you work in, like, if you work in an office, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. You can still, like, do weightlifting and stuff, have whatever, dad strength. Yeah. If you're just letting your body wither for 30 years, yeah. it's not magically building up. So you're not magically going to be. You, yeah, you have the testosterone levels of like a 95-year-old woman. A squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are raccoons in heat that have more testosterone than you. It's the same guys who like, I remember like, you hear a lot about like high school and then like within like, you know. People are like, yeah, when I fight, man, I just see red, bro. Like, you know, I don't, like, I don't train none of that, none of that stuff, but, like, I just start, I see red, I get so fucking mad that I just don't know when to stop. And I'm like, hey, man, I don't know if that's true. You probably are a pussy. Yeah. But, it, but also, if, <laughs> what's likely going to happen in a fight is you're going to circle for a while. They're going to go in one time, maybe you have one little exchange, and then you're going to have an adrenaline drop. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> you're going to gas one out. hit in and you just, you're down. Yeah. The fucking. The the idea that like and I think there is a certain type of guy and it's like the newer version of the of the dad or uncle that's watching NFL and it's like I don't know why he didn't just run a route I don't know why I mean guy making twenty million a year who runs a four forty just like and then like the uncle fat uncle on the couch like I don't know why that guy didn't just you know, you got to duck around yeah. hit the spin move that's what I would have done the same type of dude but a different generation that's like yeah you know these girls are pretty good uh, I know they train their bodies and minds to be you know elite martial artists they starve themselves they lift weights they can run you know five miles dead sprint without stopping they eat fucking clean uh, they have mental coaches they have you know I know. They, some of these women have been doing it their whole lives. But me, you know, a guy who thinks about killing himself all day, working working for, you know, the HR department, I could easily, easily, like, take seven of them on, you know, at one time. And it would be bad for them because I'm a big, tough, you know, I'm a Ford truck man, whatever the fuck. Which, like, you know, if you're one of those guys and you're listening to this show, uh, 
Thanks. Uh, you should check Thank out. You. <laughs> you should check out the Patreon. If you're here from the Chapo Show, I. I appreciate it. Thank you for checking it yeah. out. If it's not for you, thank you for checking it out. Thank you for checking it out anyway. Uh, we don't talk too many politics on here, but... Uh, also, I just want to... I know I probably shouldn't say this. You guys fucking stank last night. You smelled bad. <laughs> I had to go... Dude, I had to go get a Diet Coke, and there was a stench around that bar that I could not... Dude, it was like a locker room, and I know you guys don't do shit exercise-wise, <laughs> but God damn, y'all smelled awful. I mean, I... I, I didn't even take a shower before I went there, and I was one of the best-smelling motherfuckers there. I mean, I, y'all need to work on that. Other than that, it was a nice crowd. Except for that one guy who just kept being like, Yeah! I mean, say, but I guess it? it's a... Every crowd has one. That guy yeah. was like, send nudes or whatever. Yeah. I kept like, shut the fuck up, dude, dude. go fucking jack off in your car before... <laughs> <laughs> like, do not come out. These are the type of guy who just can't go out in public. Just doesn't. You need to be chained. Just gets to one beer, and then you can't even be around your girlfriend. Yeah, or, or, or any any member of the opposite sex. All right. Uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs>